get um, <clears throat> over at Genesis chapter 20. Let's remember we're in the book of Genesis. And the book of Genesis means the beginning, the beginning, the beginning of the story of God and his creation. Especially humanity and his people. God is in the business of raising up a people to himself. Let's not forget that, right? We've seen that God is like a gardener, right? And as a gardener, he tends to his garden and he nurtures his garden. He nurtures them by a relationship, covenant relationship. This is the, 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 the sort of the string that, that ties everything together. We can't forget a God that operates like this. Because when you read the Bible, it's going to seem kind of strange, all these stories. You're not going to be able to see how they're connected. They're connected without understanding that God operates through his covenant through the covenant and remember and a covenant is, is is very important so we want to keep that in focus okay all right this is chapter 20 any questions comments I think we're, we're, we're continuing continuing our read about Abraham and now Abraham and Abimelech says, from there, Abraham journeyed toward the territory of Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. And he sojourned in Gira. And Abraham and Sarah, his wife, I'm sorry. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gira, <coughs> sent, to, sent and took Sarah. But well over 70 or 80 even. Well, you know, got to remember that one of the things that causes us to age so fastly, especially in our modern society, is that it's very stressful. And the food that we eat is not very, very nutritious. So, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that a lot of a lot of people that I've grown up with, especially compared to like, say, for example, my mother, my father, gener- my mother, my father's generation, seem to be aging a lot quicker and are not living as long. And I, I, I believe it's because of the stress that we put ourselves through and the food that we eat is not very nutritious. That's why, as a matter of fact, I don't know, do you still have? Money about violence. We got to we got to make sure we always get in uh, necessary nutrients, uh, supplemental nutrients, because it's just not the same as it was back then. And uh, you got to remember too, they was living much longer during this period. Remember Abraham, probably I don't know how long he lived, but he lived for quite a long time. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit different. The day and time is very different. Like if you look at studies of other countries, especially countries that are not as not 
developed as much as, say, the industrialized countries. They, I don't know. They seem to, I may be wrong, but they seem to be living a lot longer. Yes, okay. Yeah, nutrition, lifestyle. So, it's just totally different. Any other questions? That's the best way I can, that's the best I can explain it. It's just different, different things at different times. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, you are dead men because of, this, because of the woman whom you have taken. For she is a man's wife. Important, right? Well, because Abraham is like everyone else. He's a sinner. Sinners. Sinners because they what? sin. So he's sinning. And he's not trusting in God that God can protect him and fully protect him and can fully uh, bring him through. And that's, that's, that's the test of faith. And so that's a good question. And what you're seeing though is there's, there's in the background there is the enemy, which is Satan. Right? The devil. He's trying to do everything he can to undermine this process. He's trying to lure Abraham away from his commitment. He's trying to lure them away from He's trying to lure Abraham away from his commitment to God. And that's what that's what he does. If he could get you to doubt God to doubt God's ability to, to, to do great things and to, to in this case especially to protect Abraham in this case Abraham from and, and, and Sarah from harm then guess what that's one more step away from your, your relationship with God and now he's got you alone that's what the enemy does. When you watch those nature movies, you ever see the nature movies, especially when the lions and the lioness go hunting? What do they what do they normally hunt for? Do they hunt for the the, the biggest group? Okay, just listen to me. Follow just follow my thought before I finish. Do they go for like for example the most biggest and strongest group of animals no they don't no they don't they go after the, 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 the strays and the weakest <coughs> the weakest of the bunch they don't go and attack the whole the, the strongest bunch they go after the ones that are the weakest they go after the ones that tend to lag back, oftentimes even the babies, right? Because they tend to be the weakest. So, you know, <clears throat> that's what that's what that's what the, that's what Satan does. He tries to get you away from God. If he can get you away from God and from trusting in God, 
then then he's got you by yourself and he's got you in a place where he can have his way with you. Of course, it's always ultimately up to God, right? And whether he's going to allow you to, 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 to be taken by Satan or not. And so you need to always be in connection with God. You always need to be in union with God. You always need to be in prayer. You want to always be in prayer. You want to always be connected with the a family of people. <coughs> Excuse me. You always want to be connected to a group of believers, strong believers in the faith of Jesus Christ. <coughs> so important. You know, that we as a family, especially that we, we stay strong together. And we learn to love one another. We love to function with one another, work with one another, to be in prayer with one another. Because why? We trust that according to God's word and according to his promise, where two or more are gathered in his name, in this case it begins with myself and your mother, God is there in the midst. And he's going to bless us. Amen? He's going to bring us through the storms. He's going to bring us over. He's going to carry us over the mountain because we are faithful to God. And God is faithful to those who are faithful to Him. It's that simple. So, uh, maybe that was a bad analogy, like, I'm sorry. But what I was trying to explain to you is that the enemy, which is Satan, what he's doing right now, he's like a roaring lion. And he's trying to destroy Abraham, he's trying to destroy Sarah. And, but this is what God had already said where? Way back in the beginning in the book of Genesis. He said, and I will put an enmity between your seed and her seed. That is, Satan's followers. And Satan will try to what? Bruise his heel. That is, to, to, to cripple him. And, but, but we know that the end of the story is what? And he will bruise your head. He will, no, was it? I forget. Is it bruise your head or strike your head? I forget. I'll put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. This is Genesis chapter three, verse fifteen. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Yeah. So a bruise to the head is, is most likely going to be what? Deadly, right? A bruise to the heel is going to probably what? Just most likely just cripple you, right? Again, now you're weak and now you're a straggler and you're straight away, right? Kind of fun. A little bit too long on that probably. I'm sorry, but I think this is important. That's a good question. It's a good question. So, um, again, now Abimelech I'm sorry, behold, you are a dead man because of the woman, verse 3, whom you have taken, for she is man, a man's wife. Now Abimelech had not approached her. So he said, Lord, notice he called him Lord. Abimelech knew the Lord. To call him Lord, that, that's, a, that's a term that is, is one of a relationship as well. Will you kill an innocent people? Notice how he talks. Did he not himself say to me, she is my sister? 
and she herself said, He is my brother. In the integrity of my heart, in the innocence of my hands, I have done this. And God said to him in the dream, Yes, I know that you have done this in the integrity of your heart. God knows the heart. That's what God judges. He judges your heart. Because we know our actions can be what? Deceptive, right? Be deceiving. And it was I who kept you from sinning against me. Notice that. It was I who kept you from sinning against me. God. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Now then, return the man's wife, for he is a prophet. He is chosen. So that he will pray for you, and you shall live. But if you do not return her, know that you shall surely die. You and all who are yours. Notice that. God don't mess around, right? So Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all his servants and told them of these things. And the men were very much afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us? And how have I sinned against you that you have brought on me and my kingdom a great sin? You have done to me things that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you see that you did this thing? Abraham said, I'm sorry. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you see that you did this thing? Abraham said, I did not. I did it because I thought there is no fear of God at all in this place. And they will kill me because of my wife. See? I don't know. This, it appeared that, again, he's, he's trusting more in, in sight and not, not by faith. He's, not, he's walking by sight, not by faith. Right? He's, he's looking around. He's, this place is godless. And, you know, there's no way it's, it's God can, 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 can bring you through this. Verse 12. Besides, she is indeed my sister, the daughter of my father, though not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. And when God caused me to wander from my father's house, I said to her, This is the kindness you must do to me. At every place to which we come, say of me, He is my brother. Then Abimelech took sheep and oxen and male servants and female servants and gave them to Abraham and returned Sarah, his wife, to him. <laughs> that was pretty noble of him. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. To Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. It is a sign of your innocence in the eyes of all who are with you, and before everyone you are vindicated. Then Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, and also healed his wife and female slaves, so that they bore children. For the Lord had closed all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Now God is faithful to his promises, right? Once again, to Abimelech. He said, you return her. I will have mercy on you. And he did. He had mercy on her. But notice again, or remember, the greatest lesson here is that as believers in Christ, we walk not by sight, but by, by faith, right? We trust in God. It's by faith. All of this is by faith, God. You know, I was thinking about that this morning. Everything, our entire relationship is based upon faith in God. Salvation comes by faith. Faith is the instrument that we receive 
all of God's blessings in, 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 in faith. It's by faith that we walk before God. It's by faith in Him. That is trusting in Him. It's not in faith. We don't put our faith in faith, but we put our faith in who? God. And in God alone. In our relationship with God. And that God is faithful to His promises. That's, that's where it's all at. Amen? Any questions, comments? Alright, let's pray. Lord God, Father in heaven, yes, you have shown us this, this morning that we walk by faith, not by sight. That is, we don't trust in the things around us, our circumstances. We cannot allow them to dictate our, our trust in you. It is our heart, the heart that has been renewed by your spirit it is by your spirit that we are led it is by trusting in you that we grow in our knowledge and wisdom the knowledge of you our wisdom in Christ Jesus all these things are by faith alone nothing else so um, even our faith though is a gift from you that's what we're seeing and that, Father, we pray that today that you would judge our hearts and that you would keep us from falling into the temptation of sinning against you, the most righteous God. And if we should sin, that you would convict our hearts so that we may turn and seek you and ask for forgiveness. And not only that, but to get right with you by any, any, way, any means possible. Uh, to do right with others as well. So we pray this in Jesus' name.